Hey MW, it's Melissa and Stephanie Carcace, and we are two sisters and the founders of Millennial Women and the host of Millennial Women Talk. In today's episode, we will be recapping the very first Millennial Women Talk meetup event in Miami and our first episodes on this podcast. Yes. So we have three segments to the podcast, and that is a thought leader, contributor, and mentor. Our thought leader is an incredible woman that we interview in front of a live audience in a meetup setting. Our contributors roundtable are three millennial women that sit with Steph and I and we pick a topic to discuss and we try to figure out what are the challenges that women are facing in their city and how can we overcome them and then our mentor episode which we love is a woman who has paved the way for us who has made some real game-changing you know decisions and sort of paved the way for all of us to live our best lives and we just love everybody that we've been meeting So we have a very, very long list, and it's always very difficult to pick who we want to talk with because we just want to talk with everyone. Everybody. (laughs) (laughs) But when we were coming up with Miami, well, first, Mel, why don't we tell them the whole experience from this grand idea that we had and very ambitious to that first meetup? Meetup event. Okay, first of all, we, so originally, we're talking to you right now from our not finished podcast room yet. So this was sort of um, we, something we've been wanting to do for quite, quite some, some time. time. <laughs> um, and so we just kind of thought, well, why don't we invite people to come to the, you know, our little studio and try to record podcasts. But I said... I think it's more than that. I think we have to actually go to the places. I think we need to actually visit the women from our generation and meet them face to face. And hear their voices. And hear their voices. And so while we were trying to come up as to what the show was going to be about and how it was going to be structured, um, and I come from production. And so for me, this was like, it's got to be done a certain way. I have very high expectations. (laughs) Um, In the middle of planning our first uh, live podcast meetup event in Miami, which happens to be our hometown and the city we're currently in right now recording this podcast, um, I booked a movie, which was my first movie ever. And I was very excited about it, but it had to be on a cruise ship for two weeks to shoot it. Yes. And in the Caribbean Sea. In the Caribbean Sea. <laughs> and as most people know, when you go on a cruise ship, you don't have phone service. Yeah. The so service is very bad. I don't know what I did, but I convinced everybody, um, the whole pretty much production team to let my sister on board under one condition. She and would they did. be an extra. <laughs> And I was. So if you do watch Love at Sea, yeah. you should do a Where's Waldo, Where's Stephanie, because I do appear here and there. But I definitely, it was exciting, obviously, to yeah. be on a cruise. But the truth is that we just had so much work. We had just you know, started this company. We just started. We were doing our first podcast event. Yeah. And so I said, Steph, you're going to have to be an extra. That's the deal. And you got to get on the ship with me. And so while I was shooting. So bon voyage. Yeah. We were both on the cruise. (laughs) (laughs) You were filming a movie while I was doing an extra, but at the same time, really focusing on making this event happen. Because I think at that time, we were like less than a month away. Less than a month away, which was insane. I mean, I don't know how many times I wanted to cancel it. I was like, we can't do it. We can't do it. And I think it was funny because I think I always told my sister, I mean, no pun intended, but I was like... Mel, the ships are sailing and our faces are on those flags. You cannot jump ship. I was like, we are doing this. We had already announced that we were on Instagram promoting, you know, it it was already literally sailing. It was happening. And I know, you know, I think Mel, 
we can totally be honest. I think you have this moment probably in before, right before every event, you know, oh, like, yeah. I don't think we could do this stuff. Like, well, you know, and now is when you guys are really understanding what the podcast right. is. In, and really, we're so grateful to all of you that have joined us city yeah. by city so far and trusting us, you know, and knowing that this was going to be valuable for you right. because we don't know if anybody was going to come, yeah. you know, and when we are traveling, you know, you don't know, we don't know. I mean, we have friends in, in a lot right. of these places, but it's not enough to really get to what we want, which right. is get the voice of the generation because a friend can come and support you. But right. what we're looking for is you, our listeners, right. you guys right now who are listening to our podcast, we want to talk to you, you know, but and so thank you for trusting us. Yeah. The, the interesting thing as well in our first podcast meetup event in Miami was that it really wasn't friends and family that showed up. Yeah. You know, and I initially was already getting prepared, like, oh, gracias, tia. Like, thank you, tia, for supporting, you know. But it really wasn't our dream and our goal, really, was to, in each city, really tap into that local scenery, those right. local communities of millennial women and having them come and join us, you know? Right. So for us to, I think it was about 17 people now that yeah, showed up. 70 women yeah. in Miami. And insane. I think maybe three or four of them were people we knew. But the rest, everyone we else, didn't know. We did not know. And that was the so. most, like for me, and I know for you too, it was so fulfilling. Yeah, because 100%. The, the goal, the dream for, for these meetup events is for people to come together that don't know each other, that right. now are, you know, sharing perspectives. And that's what I love, you know? Exactly. Because we get so many different perspectives, different views, different backgrounds. People come together. Now we're sharing, you know, and engaging in conversation. Now we're reaching understanding. Now we're leaving with friends. Now we're leaving with connections. And the most amazing thing, Mel, is that we get as much from it as they do. Well, we're gaining new friendships, right? So, yeah. like, going back to the cruise when we were planning out the first right. one, you know, we decided to test it, which was right towards the end of the trip. And mm -hmm. I said, let's just let's pick our, our thought leader, right. who really now she's our mentor, Vivian, who's yeah. an incredible singer on Harmony of the Seas. And we shot it and we recorded it in the Jazz Club, which is where she <laughs> sings nightly uh, so if you visit harmony of the seas go and check her out she's amazing vivian vivian um and we said just sort of to all the girls involved like hey we're going to record this live podcast if you guys want to come it would be awesome and they came um and they were so supportive and amazing one of them ended up being our contributor for miami tristan um <laughs> And something interesting happened. So originally, we thought we were going to do sort of Q&A, you know, like very structured, yeah, mm -hmm. structured conference, you know, style interview. Um, and I felt this energy in the room. Yeah. I just felt like somebody wanted to put their hand up. Like somebody was like, I relate to that or I want to say that. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden. Or I don't relate to that. Exactly. And this is how I feel about that. Exactly. And I just felt a need to turn my body around and say, what do you think? Yeah. And when that moment happened. No, what happened was a game changer for us. Changed everything. Yeah. Not just in the series, but in just the way we communicated with our audience and right. with you guys. Because all of a sudden, this really did become Millennial Women Talk. When we were going to decide to name sort of our series and our company, it just was very, for me, and I hate to use this word, but it was very ballsy to do. Because f for us, you know, when you call a company Millennial Women, you're claiming that you represent an entire generation of females. Your company does, right? And that's a lot of pressure. But also that means that we have the responsibility to put out the best 
value the best content for the women of our generation. And that truly represents, and that's why, you know, it's called Millennial Women Talk. Our goal with that is to really, really gain these different perspectives, you know. I think that that was the most incredible thing. Like you said, Mel, it was such a game changer because now it wasn't just the perspective of the person that we were interviewing. Correct. It was the different perspectives in the room. Exactly. And that's that was the game changer. And so when we got out of this cruise, we were like, <laughs> okay, so now this completely changes our structure going into this. Right. You know, it's no longer really like a question, a Q&A, interviewing somebody in front of a live audience. Right. It's like... Let's involve right from the get. Yeah, this like, is an open floor an open setting, floor, right? Which is what I love. And everyone that has attended our Millennial Women Talk events have been so amazing engaging. and engaging, and they've really expressed themselves. I mean, the amount of vulnerability and that was another thing that was very important to us was to really put a, a place of comfort and trust right. because we're all opening up. I mean, Steph and I open up. Our thought leaders are opening up. You know, you, our audience, are opening up. So right. we want to make sure. That it's a safe place. It's a safe place where we can openly discuss, not judge, trust, but support. That is our goal. And also, the, the great thing is the level of respect in all of our communication. A hundred percent. And that's been so, you know, I think sometimes we get so caught up in this social media era and this way of communicating that when you don't agree just literally goes zero to disrespectful really quick, you know? Or walk away. Right. When really what we should do is understand. Is try to understand. And respect. Yeah. That's all you have to do. You don't have to agree or disagree. Just respect the other right. person because you may you may not agree with the entire... Th Let's say they're in talking about this whole big topic and mm -hmm. you don't agree. There's going to be a nugget of information that is going to make you think. Well, yeah, of course. Always. And I think that, we, that it's proven to be very successful and capable of for us to have these conversations in a respectful manner and I and as you will see while, while the episodes evolve you know we we definitely try to pick people not with the same mentality per Correct. se not with the same perspective and we try to be really um crucial in adding those voices that are not typically the same and really see how that plays out and I think it's been really beautiful how that has played out in such a respectful manner and it's incredible because what we want to do is like instigate the oh you know I never saw it that way hmm now I can form my own opinion Correct. whether that alters it or just gains somebody a new level of respect because you know what I respect you now although I don't agree with you but you know mm -hmm. what okay you have your reasons and we've seen that happen in our talks in yeah. our events and that's ultimately what the goal is i've heard steph talk about this multiple times about regurgitating information and how right. crucial it is for you to form your own opinion oh yeah i think sure. that that's so important but you can only form your own opinion right if you hear every opinion mm -hmm. <laughs> you know sometimes we get so caught up with what we were raised thinking, correct? You know, what we see on the TV, what we hear in the news, what we hear in a song. You know, right. I, I'm very so passionate about arts and culture and education and all of that, but more so in a sense of, you know, the only responsibility that I feel we have within ourselves is the personal development within ourselves, within our thoughts, within what we believe, within. And if we really, really think about that and why is it like always be curious why is it that right. i think this 
Why? Is it because my mom taught me like this? Is it because, I don't know, Miss Gonzalez taught me this in first grade, you know? And just always being curious as to why. Why do I think this way? Why? And so that was another thing that we really, really wanted to touch on was like, you know, let's definitely showcase the more popular perspectives and ways of being and ways of thinking. But, you know, we're very open in sharing those other non-so popular and trying to understand that as well Mm -hmm. because now I have different perspectives and now I'm able to really form a non-biased opinion and that really showcases truly who I am and what I believe me Stephanie on a personal level and so that's so fulfilling when we hear that as well you know people afterwards from our events coming up and being like you know I never thought of it like that and now I really think like that now. Like, I agree with that, you know, right. or I don't she agree with that. She can decide or he can decide. For themselves. Right, for themselves, which I'm, you know, and I'm going to be totally open with, with our womanhood right now. And I mean, you know this. This is something I struggled with for a long time because especially being an actor, it's like you have to sort of believe all of these you know, you're playing all these different characters. And mm-hmm. so you, it's very hard for you to form your own opinion. Hollywood has its own opinion. And I mean, I was stuck in LA for 11 years. So right. I really lost sort of who I really was and sort of what are my beliefs and what is it that I care about? Because mm-hmm. I got in this business young, although I didn't start working young. Um, and you know, as a kid, you always want to, to be what you see on television. Right. Um, and so what's really great is that everybody that we're meeting and everybody, that it's in our podcast, I'm able to consume this information mm-hmm. and start to build my own opinion. Because yeah. you've always been way more mature than me and you've had this... No you know, way. No, but I'm saying like... You've Is this always, like a Sister Honest moment? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sort of in a way because you've always had, you know, fun fact about Steph, like even when she was like a kid, like I'm talking about 11, 12, 13 years old, like she was so well-spoken and you still are super well-spoken, but like she's got this great opinion about life and well, about... You're very welcome. <laughs> but I think it's just more curiosity. It's curiosity, but you were always very about, you always kind of were very sure about who you were and who you are today. So it's something to admire, but I but I definitely not only get that from you, but from these incredible women. Yeah. And it's just been an exciting journey. It's been yeah. more than just starting a company and doing a podcast, which we really love. I mean, this yeah. is so much fun, but we're we're becoming sort of, you know, really strong along yeah. the way and very inspired. I mean, for me, everybody we've ever met, I'm like changed. Again, our our goal is fundamentally is Correct. to really, really showcase that we're all so much more alike than we are different. And I that really came together for me because for the last two years, you know, I've been traveling so much. I've been fortunate mm-hmm. enough to to travel and like my life has kind of taken me literally everywhere to right. Europe, to the Middle East, you know, and in all of these travels, if it was something that I realized was that we're so much more alike than we are different. And if we can really truly be open to that and see that for ourselves, then we can not agree with each other, but still main, you remain know, friends. Remain friends. <laughs> or like, you know, have respect right. for one one another. You know, when we realize that we're just so much more alike than we are different, it's it really, really opens the door to being able to have peace between us, mm-hmm. you know, and just this mutual understanding that we are humans, right. you know, and we're all sharing this airspace. 
when we were thinking about Miami, our first, our first ever event and what we were going to talk about because Miami is such a multicultural city. I kind of discovered Miami Girls Foundation and just their whole mission and vision was so interesting to me because they, they are playing with this, um, this stereotype, the image of the Miami girl. And what they do is they showcase everything that has nothing to do with that, but right. more to do with the truth of what's going on in this city. And they really are showcasing incredible women from all different sorts of backgrounds and age and ethnicities in this city doing incredible things. So already there, I was like, wow, I really am impressed with Miami Girls Foundation. And then we found, you know, the founder and the creative director, Ekaterina Jusvalsky, who's mm-hmm. behind this organization. And she was Russian. I know. She's not even <laughs> from Miami. Yeah. So that made us super, like, but okay, you know, interesting. That, that's what triggered me to be like, yes, she right. would be fantastic was because she technically was an outsider looking in mm-hmm. and realizing that there was a problem. Right. Because when you're in the bubble, you don't really realize. Everybody's yeah. sort of the same. Everything's Everybody, normal. Everything's to normal to you. you know nothing Exactly. Right. But she knows the difference. She was coming into the city with fresh eyes mm-hmm. and realizing that there was a major problem happening. Right. That we, M- Miami girls, were putting a negative stereotype on us. We're feeding unconsciously. into unconsciously. We're feeding into the propaganda of media, of tourism, just to bring in money into the city. Mm-hmm. But you know, just sort of what the woman of Miami looks like was not a hundred percent accurate. Who we are as women. You know, as business owners, as teachers, as mothers, as women, period. Not for our sex appeal, Mm. not for our bodies. And that's what, that was her goal was to say, no, no, no. You know, we are going to tag those graduation pictures when we hashtag Miami girl. You know, that triggered me in that conversation. You know, when, when Ekaterina was talking about it and she was like, well, what do you, you know, one of the girls spoke up. And she's like, well, what did you, because she said she was proud to be a Miami girl, as we all are. I mean, born and raised in Miami. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of my city. Yeah. Um, and she was saying, you know, I'm proud of using the hashtag Miami girl. She goes, but what picture did you tag, you know, the hashtag to? Like, what did you place it with? And she said it was me at Club Live, which was nothing wrong with that. But where's your graduation picture too? Mm-hmm. Whenever you accomplish something big, right. where's the hashtag when you do that? You could totally do Club Live. That's totally fine. Right. But where's the awesome stuff that you're doing too? Right. You know, for me, it was it was definitely this playing with this. There's a stereotype unconsciously that we are portraying. I'm so guilty of that. And that there is also this stereotype around the world. Again, going back to my travels, every time somebody would ask me, you know, hey, Steph, like, where are you from? I would say, oh, I'm from Miami. Instantly. I was literally get the reaction of like oh and i was like like you were about to be like (laughs) like what does this mean you're gonna check up your clothes and it was gonna be a whole baywatch episode like yeah it was just this stereotype of like now it's like i have to be sexy and i have to live up to this image that you know advertisements have created entertainment media um music videos artists um have really portrayed this sort of image for miami girls and so I don't want to say I've been personally affected by it because <laughs> I, I wasn't, but I was aware Correct. that there was this image that was of the city that I was from, you right. know, and going back to Katarina doing wonderful work and showcasing all the other women that are not necessarily have anything to do with this image, but just incredible women, right. you know, like you said, mothers, workers, women doing incredible things doing incredible in this things. city. Yeah. Um you know, many few people don't even know that Miami is one of the very few cities actually 
discovered by a woman. Yeah, that Julia shocked Tuttle. me when yeah. I saw Ekaterina's video, which I'm sure I'm sure there's a way to link it out. I'm sure she has it right. on YouTube. But it's this amazing video she created, and I had no idea that Miami was founded by a woman. No That's idea. Sad. There's there. I mean, there's um, it's like a little bridge or highway that when you go to the beach is called mm-hmm. the Julia Tuttle. That's her name. Yeah. I did not know that that was her name, and that it was associated with the founding of our city. Mm-hmm. And that really moved me. Yeah. And I was like, that's amazing. Actually, would love to tag some articles that really, really go more in depth of that. Right, right, right. Um, for you guys to to listen to because it's really an interesting story. And like you said, like we had no idea. Yeah. And we're from here. When you're raised just in your community and you don't go outside your four walls, it's very hard for you to sort of see other perspectives. So. Yeah. We were very lucky to have a Katarina who's not from here as the outsider's perspective and say, no, guys, there's a problem here. Yeah. And we have to fix it. So it was amazing. I think we all left from that event feeling like a lot more aware. A lot more aware. A lot more aware of just our actions, even as a social generation, because we are on social all the time. Um, And how we portray ourselves, how we portray ourselves, not only individually, but as a society, as a community, yeah. as people, as Miamians, how you want to say that, how you right. view that. But it was really interesting for sure how much more aware we are. And we definitely checked out those hashtags after. We were seeing those graduation yeah. photos. We were seeing, you it know, awesome. the, the mother photos, the the work photos, hashtagging Miami girls. So it was really great. When we were deciding to do the contributors roundtable. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Tristan, who was, who happened to be in the mock-up cruise episode, (laughs) um, you know, was one of our Miami contributors, but it was, it was also a challenge to pick sort of three millennial women, right? How could you just pick three when there's so many incredible ones in our city? Um, but we picked, uh, Tristan Potashnik, who's an actress. We picked Huguette Montesinos, who's an entrepreneur and And editor-in-chief of Dysfunction Magazine. And then Natalia Bonilla, who's a journalist. Yeah. And... You know, I've known Huguette for many, many years. I was in her magazine. It was one of my best shoots I've ever done. Super fun and different and interesting. Right. Um, so I was excited to to have her on our podcast because sort of her vision of life and her sort of alignment is mm-hmm. just so on point. She is somebody who really knows who she is, mm-hmm. where she's going. And I really admired that about her. But, you know, Tristan, who's not from here, you know, she's from Michigan, she has a brand new perspective as to what Miami is. Mm-hmm. You know, she's somebody who has is seeing it with fresh eyes and is sort of new to the community. But it's interesting to understand how she just sort of dives into everything. She's moved several times within her life, which mm-hmm. I found interesting. And because for me, I've only really moved once and then have come back home. So what does that look like? Like, how do you gather perspectives from where you go city by city? And then someone like Natalia, who literally has traveled the world, is from Puerto Rico. So she's not, you know, from Miami and has really had this whole global knowledge about women. I mean, the things that she speaks about in her journalism is... And that she writes. I mean, life-changing. She was telling me about her story and sort of like how she's traveled to all of these countries and really try to uncover the challenges that women are facing in these third world countries and what men are doing to women. I mean, literally men are killing women just because they're women. They're dismembering them, leaving them out on the street. And she's documenting this. And I'm like, how in the world do you have the strength to document this, to try to put it in the forefront? Because she's like fighting to really put this out there and say, guys, this is what's happening in the world and we need to do something about it. And I admire her for that. 
her strength to do that. And now she's in Miami and she's starting a whole new sort of journey. And it was just so interesting to have her there as well. These three women to me were just so inspirational. And honestly, it was so disappointing to just do one hour because yeah. we could have been there for, for, and honestly, you guys, after the episode was done, we didn't stop talking. We did not stop talking. Yeah. And I was like, we need to record this because, <laughs> but obviously, you know, podcasts can be five hours long. Do you have a favorite moment from our round table? From our round table. For me, there was, there was a couple things that really stood out to me. Just being able to sit again with in a table with incredible women from different places mm -hmm. and we're all in this space at this current moment and just having no connection other than that is already so amazing for me you know you know one of my favorite quotes was natalia's and we have it in the podcast yeah of like we always think about the minus and never what we're gonna gain from taking risks from taking risks yeah. and i'm like oh my gosh she's so right let's say i don't know i we're gonna start this company Oh, but you know what? We shouldn't start it because yeah. we're going to fail. There's so many people There's out so there many doing, people this. doing this. We can't do this. Everybody we has a have podcast. Yeah, we don't have the funds. Yeah, that's a big one. <laughs> Yo, that's a huge one before you start any business. Um, yeah. And so, but you can't think about that because yeah. my dad always, well, dad, my dad, our dad, <laughs> it's so hard sometimes to, <laughs> our dad always says, you know, if somebody were to tell you how it's really going to be, you would never, never do, do it. it. Because everything in life, whether you're starting a company, whether you are starting a new job, whether you're applying for a higher position in your job, it's going to be hard. Regardless, even if you're a stay-at-home mom, you guys, that is hard. And I know those women. And let me tell you something. They are brave. Yeah. And they are admirable because to run a family, to run a household is hard. But would you not have your children because somebody would tell you it's going to be hard? Right. Like, that's, what, that's something that triggered me because... And I never obviously go into anything thinking first the negative because I've done a lot of things that have failed and I still keep going. I just yeah. don't give up. And that quote to me, it's just like, it's that that one little nugget. I'm like, oh, right. That was mine. It yeah. was just like, I, it that was really powerful. Yeah. Again, granted, we have to make practical decisions. We have to, Absolutely. you know, we have to be aware of like, okay, if I make this step, What are the pros and cons? Right. But when you're just focused on the cons, you're never going to take that step. Never. Because everything is going to have a con. Everything. You know? So when she said that, I would definitely agree. Like, why do we always think about the minuses that applies instead of to the everything positives? in your life? Yeah. Yes. Let's talk about Leanne Buchanan. Leanne Buchanan. Okay. Jeez, that episode was so good. I think that Leanne Buchanan does a wonderful job in Venture Cafe being inclusive and so multicultural and everybody comes together as one mm -hmm. as fundamentally we're humans and we're working together and we're sharing ideas and it's so focused on innovation right and i love that and connection like legitimate connection right the people who go to venture cafe like when i went to that thursday meetup people there are like how do we help like how do we get involved how can we support you right. and that's what i'm loving about sort of this new era of these I guess co-working spaces mm -hmm. or any sort of place where they have meetups mm -hmm. is that people that go is they want to really support. We got the chance to interview and talk with the person behind that, um, Leanne Buchanan, and, and that episode was so phenomenal. It was fantastic. And just all the work that she's doing, not just with Venture Cafe, but her organization of the NIA project Yes, and how NIA means purpose. Mm -hmm. In Swahili, I believe is what she had said. Yeah. 
And I was like, wow. Because at the end of the day, don't we all want to know what our purpose is? Yep. Are we all on the search for that? Yeah. Like, why am I here? Right. And she does such a great thing by opening up an organization to help the youth find that. Right. By taking them to these places, to these different countries around the world to not just give money. Like, she said something in our episode that really I was like, oh, my God, she's so right. She says, you know, you can give money, right, to anybody that needs it. But that's just going to put a band-aid on the problem. Mm-hmm. If you go out there and you communicate and you actually build a relationship with this person, let's say you build their house for them or you help find them, whatever it is, you help to actually do something that's going to benefit them in the long run, that's the real change. Yeah. And you know? she also touches how that awakens ultimately the leader in Correct. you. Because we all have that. Everybody has Within that. us. We just have to develop that. You know, a lot of people think that a lot of extraordinary humans out there doing extraordinary things was like innate they were born this way and it's so not true it's so not true you know that's why we definitely focus so much on our personal development because we do believe that we all have this sort of potential within us we just have to work on unlocking it you know um and she really proves that and and it's, it's fundamentally, yes, the Neo Project is finding your purpose, but it's awakening that leader within you as an individual. And she gives these fellows, right. you know, these the, the youth of Miami, the opportunity to travel and step out of this comfort zone to awaken, to touch that, you know, by doing work for others. Right. You know, you develop and you start bringing that out within yourself. Right. And it's just so powerful. Well, I love that you say a lot of, you say this very often that it's never about you. Right. It never is. It's always about what you give back to the world. all pieces into this huge puzzle. Right. I think that sometimes, and I've been guilty about this, you know, I get so caught up in my own world and, and not to go off topic at all, but I think that there's a lot of suffering in that. There's a lot of depression. There's a lot of, when you're just in your own world, you just feel like, oh, it's only me. Like I'm the only one suffering. I'm the only one. So you get caught up in your own mind and it's a scary place, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think that we're definitely going to start touching more on that on right. through our blog posts and through our, our conversations as we continue going to city by city. But, you know, when you step out of your own head and you gain that perspective that it's not about you and you're not alone and, and there's so many people out there and just really even as little as seeing like, hey, I don't got it as bad as this person and just seeing that, right. you know, really can help in our own personal suffering and in our own self-limiting behaviors that we practice on a day-to-day basis. So this is our recap episode for Miami. Steph, how do you feel? This has been our first segment. I feel honestly so fulfilled. Me too. And so inspired. You know, as much as we hope that every woman that comes and listens to our podcast or attends our events feels inspired, we gain so much more I feel personally, right? A hundred percent. I mean, I feel like I'm changing and I'm growing as a human being as we travel and we meet these women. And honestly, we're just so grateful for your friendships. We've really gained so many new friends as we've traveled city by city. And we appreciate that you still stay connected with us. Mel, why don't you tell the womanhood what's next? All right, MW. So the next segment is New York City. We spoke to some incredible women uncovering the challenges that New York women face And here is a little sneak peek to next Monday's premiere segment.
because I have so many people who come to me and say, how do I make the fear go away? How do I get rid of the worry? And that's the wrong question to ask because it's not how do we get rid of it, but how do we learn to walk with it? How do we learn to dance with it? And what fear, you know, what it's signaling, because anytime we're doing something new, interesting, meaningful, novel, anytime we're outside of our comfort zone, there will be a sense of, ooh, this is a little scary. I don't, I haven't done this before. This is uncomfortable. And that just means we care and we're growing. So we hope that this sneak peek got you excited for next week's brand new episode, the segment of New York City. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and please leave us a review. We would love to know if this content is resonating with you. If you have any thoughts or perspective or questions about the content that we're providing, it would mean the world to us. So don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcast. Also, don't forget to follow us on social at We Are Millennial Women on Instagram and Facebook. And if you want to hear more from Mel and I, please sign up to our newsletter on wearemillennialwomen.com. Until next time, MW. Always love Melissa and Stephanie Karkache.